we're back with the Practical Scouter, and uh, it's Jay and Greg here tonight, and we've got a special guest. John is here. John has put together, last weekend, we had a virtual campery across two different districts, and this was an event, it was a STEM campery that was supposed to be in person, and very quickly, with everything going on, John was able to pivot and turn this into something that was all done online. So, John, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Oh, my pleasure. And Jay's here as well. Hi, Jay. How are you, Greg? John? Good seeing you guys. Nice to be here. John, if you could take us through a bit of, you know, at, at what point, I'll back up a bit. This is the second year, I believe, of the STEM campery? Well, we do it every year except when there's a um, big council jamboree, campery activity. So we've done it for like four years. Four years, okay. And it's, it's a cross-district event. So at what point did you and your team have to make this decision that, okay, this is, this is clearly not happening, and it's either a no-go or a go in a different direction? Because that was an option. You could have just canceled, which a lot of other, a lot of other things are just played out canceling right now. Yeah, my motive was, well, I guess in April, we came to the conclusion we're not going to be able to have it. And we had already purchased the patches. So I <laughs> that, was the, that was the important part, right? <laughs> you already so, made the investment. <laughs> so the motive was, what can we do to recover some of the costs for the patches? And the patch had this nice design. It was going to be a combination STEM camporee with a gaming party at night for the scouts to, you know, play certain games, video games related to STEM and such. So that's how we we progress with planning this as a cyber camp array. And I will say that at our roundtable last week, I held your patch up to the camera because I it was four days after the camp array and I got a, a container of patches in the mail. I've never received patches that quickly after an event. I have to give you credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you don't get them out right away, it becomes forgotten. So I just wanted to make sure everyone got it. I was kind of pleased. We had um, 270, uh, 250 youth, 61 adults, and 33 units participate. Wow, that's a that's a good result. Mm-hmm. That, that that's probably maybe even a little better than uh, some of the camperies that I've been to. And I know um, Jay attended the, uh, or we both attended the opening Zoom ceremony. With yeah, it was great. 270 people at last before we broke out into the various sessions. So I think it was our council's largest Zoom meeting so far. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing at the uh, the handful of boys, younger scouts, I'm sure, who were in the chat the whole time counting as, oh, we, we crossed 200, we've got 205, 210 yeah, the um, the session, the um, Cyber Camporee was broken to eight morning and eight afternoon sessions. We had participants in all the sessions. Some were merit badges, some were just fun events. And we had two adult sessions, too. One was on just working through family life with scouting at home, and the other one was getting to know commissioner service, how that can help your unit. Right. I, I sat in on both of the adult sessions. I thought they were very productive. The The morning session was led by a, um, a clinical psychiatrist, Eagle Scout, Scout leader in the, uh, in the council, and he was wonderful. He always is a uh, you know, g- good friend, uh, but he handled a, had a very good session. And in the afternoon, small group 
some old timers like myself, but a couple of uh, unit leaders. So I thought it was productive for everybody. So uh, you know, good focused discussion on commissioner service. Yeah, um, we operated with a Zoom headquarters room where everyone gathered for the opening. Then we left that room open for the entire day. So they had issues, they can come log back into it. And considering the large number of scouts and adults that participated, we had little issues with scouts finding logging into their various sessions. I should mention that the program was set up that scouts could do a morning session and then pick a, an afternoon session. And then we tried a, a um, Minecraft game session when it was all done. How did the uh, Minecraft go? That was one of our unfortunate incidents. Um, we just couldn't, we had some behavior problems that we just had to shut it down. Um, really disappointed the staff. We had scouts from each of our uh, various troops volunteered as administrators and their job was to, you know, kind of monitor and keep it scout-like. But unfortunate, you always get a few that kind of take away from the whole group. Um, we're currently looking at ways that we can bring it back for another session and which is a, a couple of scouts causing some problems. It's unfortunately like that. You get a couple, of, just a couple, and they ruin it for the rest of the crew. Um, I know for my boys, they were, they, I, I read through to them some of the badge, the badges and the offerings, the activities that you had. And they were like, oh, okay, interesting, interesting. And then I mentioned the Minecraft afternoon and they went, whoa, 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 whoa. Tell us about the first stuff again now. <laughs> it, got, it reset their expectation on the day. And we we have 23 scouts. I think 15 of ours signed up for the day. Wow. So we had a nice group. And I, I recall, I mean, I was at that one of the adult sessions as well. And, and to your point, Jay, I mean, that, the clinical psychiatrist who was there, I mean, he, he's fantastic. And it made for a wonderful adult discussion. And, you know, we all need just to get this stuff off our chest sometimes. You know, the, the kids are all having fun, and we can all get together and take a deep breath and just talk about the concerns we've got and the things on our minds. So it, it's an important mental health break for everyone to have those conversations and realize that none of us is scouting in a vacuum right now in this, uh, this interesting new world we're in. But the, the activities you had for the kids, I mean, you ran the gamut from merit badges to, I, I, you had one session that was held twice that was a Life to Eagle discussion with our district advancement chair, which I thought was a wonderful opportunity for the older boys and girls to get some more perspective on that, especially right now when projects are, are difficult, if not impossible, to do. And then you had some new scout activities that weren't merit badge related, but were just fun, which I think is so important. We also have some unique tie-ins to some of our merit badges. Uh, for space exploration, we had an Eagle Scout who's on the uh, Jet Propulsion Team, the 2020 Mars Rover Launch Committee uh, Engineer. And then for uh, movie making, we had a Holly, an Eagle Scout who's a Hollywood pr producer that came in and went through the um, requirements for the Scouts. Th those two are our biggest attended um, merit badges. How, how large did you allow those groups to get? Uh, space exploration was 70 and movie making was 65. Wow. That's, that's great. I, I, I guess the, the critic would say, how do we, how do we follow up with those youth 
or how do those youth follow up with Meripetch counselor to complete whatever the requirements that they couldn't get done that day because it's such a large number of kids. Yeah, um, both of those, we had alternative Meripetch counselors in there, and they're they're following up with the scouts with emails. And as I mentioned, too, we'll, we'll send out a um, an email link to all the counselors so the scouts can, can follow up individually as well. I, I do have to laugh. Um, we offered dog care Meribadge, and I did get a few emails from scouts. Didn't realize it, they needed a dog for that Meribadge. <laughs> oh. <laughs> did they get a partial at least? <laughs> did they get a dog? Well, one suggestion was they could dress up their hamster. <laughs> I think the fact that it was more than one scout asking that question is the funniest part, that you got a few of those. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> and I believe you had a session that was led by the NYLT staff, uh, a leadership class, which, which is a, also a, a great way of exposing some of those kids to the possibilities there with NYLT. Right, and it also introduced the upcoming course for them as well. And, the, and they also did the opening ceremony for us, which was really impressive. Mm -hmm. Yep, they did a very nice job. So going back to how all this started, I mean, you had to make that decision in April. Since no one's here to refute it, you can take all the credit for it. But I have to assume that there's a larger team here that was working on getting all this together. Yeah, we had great... Uh, Quite a, quite a team, mayor badge counselors, um, a few on the background helping me coordinate all the um, sessions. Uh, it did take an incredible lot of emails to get out to people and Zoom meetings to set it up. But I was kind of uh, happy the way it came together. I was impressed with the fact that, you know, we all logged in for the opening ceremony and then every, we were all getting emails for different Zoom meetings as all that was going on. It felt like you had an army behind the scenes there who was ready and waiting to hit the send button and had all this stuff happening because there was a lot to coordinate. Yeah, our registration system provided some ease to emails. Could you session, I could do a group email real quickly, sending out the links. So that was kind of the brains behind the operation using that system. Did you make a conscious decision to wait to the last minute to send these links out for security reasons or just administrative reasons? Well, one of my thoughts was if you send it out ahead of time, then they won't show up for the opening ceremony. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Good. That, that was the motive. Yeah, we also had a, a web page set up with all the links on it too, which we sent out during the opening as well. Yeah, I think that's a wise move. It, it also just limits the confusion of where do I go first? Because you're right, you would have had folks going directly to their breakout and and either intentionally or mistakenly skipping the opening ceremonies, which, as you pointed out earlier, were, were quite well done. Thank you. Uh, the sessions worked out pretty well because we had morning sessions, and then we took an hour off for lunch. Afternoon sessions started up. Only a few didn't get their links, and they came into the Zoom headquarters and between... Um, Adrian, Roger, they helped them find where they're supposed to be. And we had a master roster up available, so they came in the room, we can check where they belonged, where they needed to belong. Yeah, great support in the Zoom headquarters room. Yeah, I stopped in a couple times and I was very impressed, uh, particularly when the scouts came in, you know, everything was handled very efficiently. 
and so, and some of the uh, youth members had some detailed questions on you know how do I do this? Uh, I didn't get my right link, but, but things seem to get done pretty quickly and, and pretty efficiently. So uh, you know, I, I heard great reviews uh, that day and and afterwards too. So uh, uh, you know, very impressive operation. You, you want to do it again next weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely do it again and use the same format, but I don't know about next week. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, I know they, our two other districts are planning a camporee, I think, for the first weekend in June. I think it's a 7 o'clock at night uh, camporee or such. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I just heard, I talked to a couple of district chairs, and I know they were, they were planning, I think they have a planning meeting this evening, in fact, for it. I didn't get any of the details, so... I didn't hear too many um, negative things about it. Um, no, you know. no. Our boys at the at our meeting the following week were were all talking about what a great time it was and all you know which one were you in, which class were you in. So it was it was very well received. And you know, going back to the numbers you were quoting at the beginning, I think probably more well attended than many of the in person events. Because what what else are people doing all day on a Saturday right now? Well, one of our feedbacks from before we ran this, the camporee, was I'd much rather have our kids outside than stuck to a computer when they've been in front of the computer all week with schoolwork. But that didn't seem to deter uh, participation. That's a very good point, and it would have been a concern because we are all seeing that, that the kid, I've, I've got two teenagers, and they're on the computer nonstop. And when they're not on the computer working... That's when they take a break to play a video game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the week before the, your camporee was the national one that was done. And that one, at least here in Connecticut, was a gorgeous, gorgeous weekend. And I remember thinking that whole day, you know, if we were in a part of the country where it was raining, this would have been great. But we're going out. We're going for a walk. We're, we're going to do things today. We're not going to be in front of the computer all day. I'm trying to remember what kind of weather we had during the STEM campery, but whatever we it was, it didn't stop us from from staying on the computer and being part of it. the 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 offerings were too good to pass up. Quite honestly, it was good, good stuff. We also offered a patrol challenge. It was a download checklist of activities you can do. You know, set up a tent outside, go on a hike in your neighborhood, uh, do a compass or rope tying, and it was. So we, we did try to provide some kind of outdoor activities as well with this. Yeah, that's the uh, that's a challenge we're facing, certainly as the weather is getting warmer. And I know that our council, in fact, I probably say the majority of the councils across the country are doing some type of um, remote uh, camping program or camp in a box for membership for the summer, whether or not they can uh, actually open their uh, summer camps or day camps. So we're going to be dealing with hopefully good weather this summer, but certainly it'll be warm. Uh, and you know, balancing that with you know, how do we keep the uh, the kids active without over overtaxing the computers and and the parents? Yeah, and and I know for for me as a parent, I'm less concerned about the summer in the sense that there is no school. So if they're going to spend hours at a um, at an online scout camp it's not on the heels of spending hours on online schooling at least 
So that will just be one component of their summer, and they'll be able to get outside and do other things. Whereas right now, that is, that is a concern. It's one we've talked about before here. The fact that you go from from school to video games and then a scouting meeting that night, and it's just nonstop screen time. So the summer, I think, will will ease up on that because of school being out of session. The, what, the interesting thing, I think, about these summer camps is that you're no longer geographically restricted. So, sure, ideally, all of the youth in our council will go to our council scout camp. But if the merit badge offerings are better at a scout camp across the country, they can sign up for that one. We find ourselves competing at a much broader scale for these offerings that are coming up, I think. I was... Um a participant or a observer at an area meeting area key three and I was a invited guest and some of the council presidents or scout executives are talking about their virtual programs their camp in a box whatever they calling it and a couple of councils that had already announced their summer offerings and had them up for a week and a half two weeks were saying that they had participants from three or four different councils and in some cases, people from overseas uh, that had signed up. So, uh, you know, there are, in theory, no restrictions for that, which is great. Uh, I know our council has an offering of a true camp in a box, and we think because of the geography of our council that Friday afternoon we'll probably have uh, district executives sitting in, a, in a, uh, a parking lot of a supermarket and have parents come by staying six feet apart and pick up, you know, whatever the next week's supplies are uh, for whatever that theme is, certainly for our uh, Cub Scout program, possibly for the, for the Scouts BSA program. So it becomes a little more interesting if you've got people from a distance participating, but, uh, you know, we'll figure out how to make that work. And I know we've been advertising for at least two other councils in our generally immediate area uh, so we can get supplies to them. It may take a little bit of a drive to get to it. Yeah, for our camporee, we had three out-of-council troops participating. And then for our Maripatch counselors, for our special guests, they were all from California. So it presented an opportunity for them to zoom in, not having them in person. So Yeah. Yeah, unique opportunities with this, the, the zooming. Yeah, were they were they members of our council before? That how, or did we just knew them? Uh, the the out-of-council troops? Yeah. Uh, no, the I mean the no the Ameripatch counselors. Oh no, they are Eagle Scouts from two uh, troops in our our council. Oh great, that's wonderful. Yeah, my my old troop. Good. <laughs> that's how, that's how I got the connections. So. Yeah. That that was, is a that is a great opportunity. Yeah, I was former scoutmaster, so been following their successes and such. Then you can take credit for that, right? <laughs> <laughs> It, it is a wonderful opportunity to, to cross-section. And, you know, what we did, I think about a year and a half ago now, a friend, a friend of mine from college who's out in Pittsburgh got a troop in to go to the White House with, with their scouts. And you've got to sign up for that well in advance, and you get into the lottery and all that. And they ended up with, I think, four extra slots. So he called me and said, you want to meet us with a few of your scouts. We're going to camp outside of D.C. And we've got a campground already. We'll we'll have a multi-troop thing. And then we'll go in and we'll do the, the, the D.C. thing together. And we ended up doing the White House and some of the museums. 
But just to get two troops together like that from, you know, far enough away, but from two very different areas uh, and get them to get to know each other and see how different their scouting processes are. It, it was a fascinating experience. And now that the the walls are coming down in terms of distance with everything being virtual, it's an interesting opportunity, not just from these camps and, and merit badge counselors, but from a troop perspective to start meeting with other people. I mean, John, you've, you've got contacts here across the country who are probably also involved in scouting. I mean, to have a joint troop meeting with another troop across the country and share ideas is, is a neat opportunity here. And it, it's an opportunity that always existed, but probably one we never really looked at as, as being important before. That's a good point, too, because did we recognize Zoom before all this happened? Oh, yeah, we all knew the technology was there, but uh, very few of the troops that I've spoken to were using this technology before all this happened. Some of them were. We, we took a survey for the roundtable a couple of months ago, and there was one troop in particular that mentioned that they were already doing Zoom PLCs and Zoom committee meetings. That's wonderful that they were already set up that way. And I think there's a very real possibility that going back, we may continue doing some of those things. My son is the SPL at the moment, and he's doing weekly PLCs now. We used to do monthly PLCs. But the fact that they can, we meet on Tuesday nights, and now every Wednesday the PLC hops on a Zoom and does a postmortem and refines the plan for the following week which they used to do a little bit by text, but now they have a legitimate meeting and it's probably only 20 minutes long, but you know, they had the technology before. They just didn't think of it until now. So I think, I think it will change things. I think it's almost guaranteed that we will not go back to some of the things that we had done before, or it'll be a hybrid model on a go forward basis. If you're seeing roundtables with 50 to 100% increase in attendance, if you're seeing camperees that have a 50% increase in attendance, there's some demand out there for uh, more of these virtual events. We don't want to do away with the in-person program because n none of us join scouting to go to meetings. We all join to go outdoors. And, you know, once the Social distancing and group sizes can be managed properly. We'll get back outdoors again. But there's a certain efficiency of not having to hop in your car and drive for, for some meetings I go to. You know, I've, I've been on the road for an hour and a half if I want to go to the other side of the council. And you know, I'll do it because you know, I, I, it, part of my job is scouting or I, I need to see some people in person. But now we can see them uh, virtually and accomplish almost the same thing. It's, it's different. But this is the, the hand we've been dealt with. Might as well take advantage of it, and including for, for future, even when we're able to meet face-to-face -face and, and uh, go camping and go hiking and do the things that we uh, join scouting to do. But do we find that some people are getting Zoomed out of these meetings still? There's just so many of them you, you attend. I think the adults more than the kids is my observation. I mean, this is my this is my second Zoom meeting today, and it's Sunday. Uh, <laughs> I definitely have Zoom fatigue. 
but uh, my observation, at least, of the kids has been that they, this works for them. I'm sure for some it doesn't. Now, now, John, my big question to you is my town. I have, a, I have a wonderful scouting town. We have four troops in town. But we've been tasked with running the Klondike next January. Um, I, I, I'm going to leverage you. <laughs> because a virtual Klondike is going to be a trick. <laughs> I, hopefully we won't be virtual by January. Yeah. But we don't know what's coming. Yeah, we're, we're putting out a, our schedule for next year with – Hopeful anticipation we can run these outdoor activities, but letting them know that, you know, we're, we're going to have to take a second look as we get approaching these dates. Nobody knows. It's true. It's true. No one knows. But um, I, I want to thank you on behalf of everyone I know who enjoyed the, the camporee last week. As we've been saying, it was it was so well executed. The I will say that that above and beyond the execution, the technical execution, the the choices of activities, the options you gave that ran the gamut for all the ages and levels of scouts, that to me was the big thing. You really hit on interesting topics for all of them, and you included the parents. So I want to thank you for that. I, I think that was so well done on a variety of levels. Well, we had a couple of troops that came in at the last minute that came up with their own stations, like uh, Coca-Cola and Mentos and... <laughs> and a first aid kit scavenger hunt and it was just kind of fun activities so that's great yeah it was a great idea and, and you know yeah. it, it, it goes back to scouting and the kids and coming up with these things when they plan things they're so much better at planning for each other than we are at planning for them yeah i, I guess even in this day of uh zoom and virtual scouting or remote scouting that you know our job still is to to create memories uh, for the kids, but also for the adults. And I think this campery uh, accomplished that many times over. So great job. Great job, John. Thank you. We want to keep the team intact so we can put this together again sometime. We're going to hold you to that. We have it on, we have, we have it recorded now. So Exactly, yeah. yeah. Put, put a time and date stamp on that. You're on the hook to do it again, and, and we will be there. Yes. Yeah.